seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, Seeker. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. How are you doing today? I am so excited that I get to spend this time with you. Hello, hello. My name is Talia Joy. For anyone who is new, I am the owner and creator of this podcast. Welcome to my corner of the internet. I'm a manifestation mentor, an intuitive, a channel, a spiritual teacher, a human, a lefty, a Canadian, a mom of three plus a puppy, and just living my best life over here on the West Coast of Canada on my island, Vancouver Island. This past weekend, I was just away on a trip. I took myself away to an Airbnb, spending some solid time writing my book, and And I just love this island. I'm obsessed. You should let me know if you've been here. Maybe you're even from here. Maybe it's on your bucket list. Maybe you've never heard of it, but I would love to hear. Um, Come find me on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. Write me a DM or take a screenshot that you're listening to the show. Tag me right on the, on the, you know, on the post. Have you been to Vancouver Island? I would love to hear. Um, I'm obsessed. I love it. And on this little road trip, um, where I went was just a couple hours away, but I went from, I live on the east side of the island. So we're on the west coast of Canada. There's a big, the big, huge island and I'm on the east. So I'm on the inside of the island. And to go where I did, I had to go across the island out to the west coast of the island, the outer coast. So it's, I just love it so much because I love the beach. I love the ocean. That's where I live close to. And because we're in a rainforest there, it's so lush. There's so many ferns and moss and trees and plants and, you know, just so lush. And as I go from one side of the island to the other, other, we go over, we, it was just me in the car, but me and my essence, (laughs) um, go over mountains and mountain ranges where there was snow and, um, rivers that are just like emerald green. If you saw on my Instagram, I made a reel so you can hop over to Instagram, see some photos of my trip that I was just on. It's some of it's in my stories at this time, also in reels that I was making this last weekend, but rivers that, that are just emerald green. I was saying they were mermaid swimmable because they're just so crystal clear, but green, this fresh water. It's way too cold right now. It's in winter. Feels way too cold to go in. I'm sorry, Wim Hof, um, but it was nice to look at. But anyway, we had, you know, we I drove by the river and then huge lakes that almost look like oceans because they're so big through mountains, windy roads. I just love road tripping. I love driving. I love road tripping. I'm getting out and going to the old growth forest. There's a place called Cathedral Grove um, that is near my house. If you want to Google it, Cathedral Grove, Vancouver Island. It is so beautiful. Huge trees that are just hundreds to thousands years, thousands of years old. So I was touching trees and in it and feeling it, driving, road tripping, just in my happy place. So we made my way 
over the mountains and um, down the other side, all the way to the ocean again, stayed really close to the beach. When I woke up, I could hear sea lions going, it's it's the best thing ever. Um, But all the way out to the ocean and the outside, the West coast of the, of the Island, here's a little like geography lesson and fun facts about Vancouver Island. If you're out on the West coast and you're looking out, depending on where you're looking, there's nothing until Japan or Hawaii. So it depends on where you're slightly pivoted. So it is like, open ocean and the waves just crash and there's all these broken islands and just, it's the most stunning thing. My soul absolutely lights on fire when I go there. And when I explore this Island, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's past life related. I know that I've had lives in lots of water places, Island places, um, here or other planets. (laughs) That's a story for another time. So I know I'm very driven or drawn to islands and water and Oh, it's just so beautiful. So I just spent a couple days um, running through the forest. I was my inner child, had took her out for a day. It was so fun. We had pizza and went to the forest and to the beach. My inner child was just stoked. Um, but anyway, I just, yeah, I love nature. I love this island. I'm becoming more and more set obsessed. I've lived here for over 20 years on this island and I just can't get enough of it. Um, absolutely love it. So I hope you love where you live just as much as I do. And I also hope that you come to Vancouver Island one day. As I was up there, I had this overwhelming realization that I have to have my retreat up there. So the retreat that I was going to do last year was at a different place that is really gorgeous. It's on a little island. You take a little boat to get there and really gorgeous. I was trying to make it easier for people flying in internationally, but I realized that we need to go up to this place that where I go to recharge, where I go for my soul to feel like home. That's where I want to take you. That's where I want to have the healing. It, the nature there is just so healing and rejuvenating and replenishing and grounding and I have to do it. So there's no major airport. The major airport's probably three hours away from where this is. So we would fly into one place, probably all stay a night in an Airbnb or in hotels and then all go out the next morning and take this little road trip in a, in a shuttle bus up to the place where we will have our resort. I have to have it happen. I just have to. The location calls me too deeply. It feels so healing every time I'm there and I can't wait to bring you with me. So hopefully you come along on the ride if you want to stay up to date on retreats. There's actually a link at the very bottom of the show notes that says retreats and in-person events. You just hop on a wait list and then as details come, I will let you know first. We've got quite a few people on that wait list that want to know for upcoming retreats. And I'd love to have you on that list as well. So you can make sure to check below if you wish. Otherwise I could just keep ranting and raving about my beautiful Island, but that is not why we're here today. (laughs) We're here to talk about something much sassier, which is about how other people cannot cock block your manifestations unless you let them. So I'm going to dive deep into this. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you so much for tuning in and let's do it. So I get this question actually a lot. And in one of the episodes, I don't know at all which episode it was because it was just a random little story I told. It was probably more than a year ago. I told this story about how I, me and my husband were wanting a new couch. Well, the story really is that I wanted a new couch. I thought he did. We were you know, wanting to manifest this couch. And I kept saying like this, we're going to get a new couch soon. And he always gave me this like lackluster response, like, oh, cool. And I'm like, I'm going to manifest new couch. It's going to be perfect. I'm all, you know, guns a blazing, jazz hands, a present. (laughs) And he's like, cool. And 
after a while, this like no couches were coming in and I go to him, I'm like, what is with your energy with the couch? Every time I talk about getting a new couch, I feel like this like resistance. What's going on? He's like, I don't want a new couch because we have at the time we had an elderly cat that was in her last, her last year of life. She also was a long haired cat. We had a new baby and two smaller children. So our couches become covered in, you know, whatever, gross applesauce, liquids. I don't know. Sometimes I sit on the couch at the end of the night. I'm like, what am I sitting in that is wet? (laughs) Do any of you parents or people around kids understand? Um, And, you know, this, a a pet and all this stuff. And he's like, I don't want to get a new couch. It's going to be wrecked. Like, why would I spend, you know, $1,000 on a couch and then have it get ruined? by pets and children and stuff like let's just ride this out but the the thing is you guys this couch that we had was horrific it was passed on from a friend and it was his brother's it had been in like bro houses and dude houses and there was cat scratches on it that weren't even from my cat there was slashes in the cushions that we just flipped over it was a hot mess I usually had a blanket over it. There was no support on my back. So whenever we would watch a movie or watch TV or whatever, just sitting on the couch chilling, it always hurt my back. It was just not good. And I knew that I was better than this damn couch. And so was our family. And I really wanted a new one. So I all, so I I was saying to him, what's with the resistance? He told me what it was. I was like, aha, that's what it is. That is why we can't get a new couch and the resistance is present. And how about I'm going to entertain this? And I'm going to say this to you, babe. We are going to find a couch that maybe is not new, maybe not the newest, fanciest couch that we buy for $1,500, but what if we could find a nicer couch? Maybe it's easy to clean. Maybe it's something that we're not too attached to, but something a bit nicer. Can we get some support in a couch? Could we at least have something that I'm not like, what is that smell? And what is that rip even from? And I don't know, right? We, we can do better than this. So I worked my angles as wives or as partners. We do. We work our angles until he gets on board. And I'm like, I'm going to find one. What if I could find one for like under 200 bucks, but it was nice enough that it felt like an upgrade, but nothing that we're attached to keeping in pristine condition. He's like, fine. I was like, okay. So now that we've come together, Now I want you to start getting excited about the couch that's going to come. So within about a month, we actually decided to move. We ended up buying a home. And when we moved, I said to him, I'm like, we're not taking the couch. We're not putting it into our gorgeous new almost million dollar home. I'm not putting this piece of shit in there. Okay, cool. (laughs) He knows he has no choice. So he's like, fine. Um, So we lived in this new house for, I don't remember, it was about a week, a week and a half, no couch. So we had camping chairs and beanbag chairs and single chairs and a lazy boy. And we just patchworked everything together in sort of what was going to be the TV room or the living room or whatever. And, um, and I was like, I'm going to find a couch. So I went on Craigslist and ended up looking for this couch, found one that was really close to us. That was like this, I don't know exactly materials, but it's like a suede microfiber type thing. Um, that's easy to clean. It's brown. So it's like darker color, but it was nice. There was no rips. There was no tears. It had more support. It looked fairly nice, easy to clean. And it was, I think it was 150 bucks or hundred bucks. And my husband's like, cool, fine, let's do it. I'm like, yes. So I put us in the position where we needed a new couch, <laughs> went and find it. He found it. He picked it 
it up or we got it and it was perfect. It's even the color brown, like dark chocolate sort of brown fits in with our stuff and it just looked, it was fine. So we got our new couch. I was so excited about it because it was so much nicer and it wasn't this piece of shit that I knew we were worthy of so much more and our family. And we kind of got to, to, you know, go in the middle. So I know in this story, it actually sounds like my husband was cock blocking our manifestation. So there is actually times when somebody else can get in the way of your manifestation when you're co-creating. And I'm going to dive all into that and how that happens. But what I'm going to say aside from this is ultimately nobody can actually block you from manifesting something that you want. In this story with my husband, I was trying to co-create something with him. So if you were buying a home with somebody, if you are going on a trip with somebody and you're both hammering out the details, you're both equally involved, their low vibes can feel and can get in the way of how easy this manifestation comes forward. So in this place, in this time, he was, you know, not quite half of the equation because I was more enthusiastic about it. I was the one saying, we're going to get a new couch. He was just kind of going like, meh, didn't really, didn't really want it at first, had resistance. Ultimately though, even when, as I tell this story, my guides and angels are like, just be careful because ultimately he could not have blocked me. If I realized he had resistance and didn't choose to break down the resistance and come on the same page, maybe it was something sort of bigger or something that, you know, if you were in a relationship and something that the other person just won't budge on, or maybe you're saying like, we're going to make more money and they're going, no, it can't happen. And their low vibes are in the way. Ultimately, my love, you actually can manifest anything for yourself. You can't manifest a promotion for your husband or your partner or your wife or your best friend, but you could manifest more money for you. I could say, we are going to make so much more money this year. Take that into my own hands and manifest more money for the house. Even if my husband was going like, no, you can't, that's not going to happen. We're never going to do it, which thankfully is not his attitude. But why I'm saying this is because you ultimately can manifest anything for yourself. So let's talk about this a little bit more. So nobody can get in the way of your manifestations. And I'm going to go through a a few scenarios that I have had real life questions on from you, from clients, from people that listen to the podcast, random people that reach out, or from, like I say, the clients I'm working with, friends. I've actually heard these questions multiple times. So number one is, can somebody block your manifestation with something like a spell or a prayer, or if somebody like has it out for you, can they block you? Okay. This is a multi-dimensional question. Okay. As I answer this, I want to say my gifts reside in infinite possibilities. Everybody has different gifts that are intuitives or mentors or helpers or whoever. I have a beautiful friend that communicates a lot with like ancestors or whatever. Some people, you know, specialize in sort of like hauntings or negative spirits or something like that. So different people will have different answers on this. This is the way I see it because where my gifts are... My gifts are more like I'm learning that they're more in like the 12D, which is just crazy. I'm learning to tap into that, but it is an ultimate oneness and ultimate, um, possibility. So 
nobody can actually put a spell on you that you do not consent to in some way or on some level. So I don't really do spells or anything. I know a lot of people do, um, but I don't personally, nothing just because that's not where life has led me and that's not where my gifts are as of this time. Um, but if you believe it's true or if somebody like maybe you're dating somebody that, you know, someone else used to be with and that person you hear, they really have it out for you. If you start worrying, if you start stressing, if you start worrying, somebody's putting a spell on you. If you start worrying that something bad is going to happen to you because somebody else is putting a spell on you or giving you ill wishes, that could be the thing that creates it, not the other person. If you're walking around in your divine bubble of protection, knowing that you are in charge of your vibration, you are in charge of your life, you you are in charge of what happens to you positively or negatively. If you're in that space, nobody can put a hex on you that can penetrate or override your absolute knowing of your divineness and the fact that nobody gets to harm you without your consent. So life is all about belief. If you believe someone can put a spell on you, then their ill intentions mixed with your fear could make an impact on you. If you walk around knowing that your white light is so much more powerful than darkness, they can't think of it this way. If you're in a dark room, so the darkness is like negativity, fear, hexes, you know, evil. If you're in a dark room and you flick a lighter or light a match, that light that comes off or put on a flashlight, it lights up the room. All you need to do is bring light and it wipes out the darkness. A bright enough light wipes out the darkness. So you need to first of all know that you are the one that is control in control of your life. So that's the first question is like, can somebody block your manifestations with like a spell or a hex or ill intent? Ultimately, no, unless you let them, unless you buy into the whole fucking thing. If you don't buy into the whole fucking thing and you go, you can say all you want, I'm protected by the power of God, the power of the universe, the power of my angels. I have a shield so freaking strong and magnetic that nobody can get in there. Nobody can penetrate. Nobody can um, override my light. Then you're good to go. That's that's the way I see it. That's the way that my guides right now are sharing and you know encouraging me to share. So the second question that I ask is can somebody's bad vibes get you down? And particularly, what if it's a partner? What if somebody that you live with, um, you know, maybe a roommate, a partner, your parents, whoever it is, what if they are so negative? Can they override your progress? And this is something I really want to talk to because holy crap, do I understand. Um, there's many levels here and we're going to dive into that. So Number one, ultimately, no. If you are hell bent, not to, I didn't mean to say hell triggering on the last point because it's not evil, but if you are so focused on manifesting something, no, nobody can override it. However, being an empath, being a sensitive person, other people's vibrations deeply affect you. So it is understandable that your husband, wife, partner, friend, parents lack their narrative, their words, their projections on what you can and can't do. It is understandable when that gets into you. 
So for example, if you want to be a famous actor on Broadway, but you're from some tiny town and everyone's telling you, you can't do it. Ultimately, they can't cock block that dream of yours, but you can allow their words to squash your dream because you start believing them because you care so much about what people think because you're looking to other people to ask, can I do this? Is this right for me? And then when they say, no, there's no way you can do it, get a real job. You go, oh, okay. That's the thing that ends up blocking your goal not the other people. In fact, in that situation, it's an assignment from the universe to say, can you stand and trust in the vision you have in your mind's eye? Can you trust in your goals, even when the world is telling you, you can't do it. That is actually the light side of that obstacle, but the dark side is allowing their narrative to get in your way. And then it can. So ultimately with unlimited possibilities, Nobody can squash your dreams. Nobody can stop you from getting a couch or getting a million dollars or being a famous singer or whatever it is. However, if you care too deeply about what people think and you can't stay on your side of the street, then you can allow it in. The other part is being an empath vibrations deeply affect you like in the house. So what if you're focusing on being high vibe and you're focusing on being positive and optimistic and changing your mindset, changing your energy, but your husband, your partner, your wife, your um, roommate, or your parents or your family, whoever is closest to you, they are really negative. They are really down. They are really, maybe it's something like depressed, like they're going through a time, or maybe they're people that just are like cynical and, you know, confrontational or negative. Again, ultimately that's their lane and you stay in your lane, but that's easier said than done when you're sensitive. That's easier said than done when you love people, when you care about them, when you, you open your heart, you have an open heart, you are a sensitive person. It is hard. It can feel hard, but ultimately they cannot take away your progress. When you meditate and feel good, or you're doing acts of self-love, or you join a workshop, or you you know, do something for you that feels really good. And then you go into the environment where they're there and their negativity starts seeping in. They still can't undo your progress unless you let them. And that's going to be the theme through all of this. Ultimately, if you don't let them, nobody can block you from anything. However, it's understandable that it gets to be difficult when people around you are negative and you're trying to be positive. It's tough. So this is when I recommend protection exercises to stay in your bubble, literally picturing a bubble of white light, picturing a shield. We do this with empaths, a shield of white light. It could be a shield that looks like a regular shield. It could be just light. It could be something else. It could be glowing a certain color, sparkly. Maybe it's solid like titanium or whatever you want. It's a shield that you use to not allow these low vibrations in. The thing I want to say here about being an empath and taking on other people's vibrations is that will happen unless you do use these shielding exercises because you deeply care so much that as a way of trying to relate to someone, to take their pain, to show them you support them, you will actually take on their mood, take on their negativity as a subconscious way to make them feel better, to try to take their pain. So being aware of that and protecting yourself and saying to yourself, I can care for them without taking it on. 
And so I experienced this. I'm a real life person. I'm in a relationship. My husband goes through up and down times just like I do. And there's days where I'm feeling fucking great. I'm on cloud nine and I'm like, yeah. And I go downstairs after a work day, I'm all lit up. I feel abundant and expansive and in my purpose. And he's had like the worst day or he's going through something really internal and dark again, just like the way we all do. Um, that is hard. But what I remind myself is I don't have to take on his mood. I don't have to take on his energy. I can still be in my zone, but I can be there for him. So I might tone it down a little bit in the way that he's, you know, if he's on the verge of tears or anger or sadness or whatever, and I'm like, be bop, a dee bop, a doo boo, that might not be the greatest because I want to be sensitive. But I can also like from a place of power, go to him and be like, babe, it looks like you're having a rough day. Is there anything I can do for you? Do you need to go take a minute? I can take the kids. Why don't you go have a shower? Or can I just listen what's going on? And I don't have to let it take my vibe. So this is really important. This is like empath stuff. This is energy management because ultimately nobody can make you feel anything. Nobody can derail your manifestations. And sometimes we get stuck in the block of, I can't do this because of these people or because of certain conditions outside ourself. That's just a block. That's just a um, protection strategy because it's scary to step into your power. So Ultimately, if your partner, your people around you are negative, they cannot cock block your manifestations unless you let them, unless you let the narrative in. And this is just like nobody can make you feel like shit unless you let them. If somebody said to me, like, you're stupid, it's my decision to either let it in and believe them or be, you know, overly hurt or let it throw me off. Or I could be like, that's clearly something going on with them. Or just like, I know I'm not stupid or I love myself or yeah, I really did mess up there, but like, I love myself. I'm moving on. That's up to me. So everything with manifestation is you being in your lane. Nobody can kibosh. Nobody can sabotage your manifestations. Nobody can cock block that shit except you. So another thing is what if you are trying to create more money and it's at the mercy of somebody else. So this is another situation where it feels like other people are blocking our manifestations. So what about if you have a goal to make more money or get promoted in your company, but say your boss is just like not going anywhere or the boss and the assistants have said, you know, like, the assistant manager or whatever, I said like, no, we can't do any more promotions this year. And you feel like my goal of making more money is dependent on somebody else. Can they block my manifestations? So if that is happening, and this is such a good question, <laughs> I know that I just kind of asked it, but I've definitely been asked this before multiple times. This is great because when this happens, it the universe is actually reminding you because there's an assignment in everything to not pinch yourself off. So for example, if you were wanting to have to manifest more money, the universe can bring you more money in 712,000 different ways. It could come through the government. It could come from a friend. It could come from debt that somebody owes you that you've forgotten about. It could be a rebate. It could be a gift from somebody. It could be a bonus. It could be a promotion. It could be a refund. It could be from so many different 
avenues that you have maybe pinched yourself off to think that the money has to come from the job. And then when you're waiting for somebody else to quit or things to move in the company, you're pretending that that's the only way you can make more money. But my love, you are so much more unlimited than that. And money can come from anywhere. So if there's no chance or you feel like there's no chance of promotion of, you know, anything moving beyond your, um, control, or maybe you're someone who is a stay at home parent or stays at home and your spouse is the one who makes the money. So you feel like you can't make more money because they're the one in charge of that. And you're trying to manifest them to get a raise and it's not working. Remember that money can come to you from many different ways. So it's an example and it's a nudge to um, not put the power in other people's hands, not to put on your list to manifest something that is dependent on somebody else. This is really important. So on your manifestation list, if something is dependent on somebody else, make it more broad. So in this case, if you were saying, you know, I want to become, you know, a certain position and make at least 50,000 more a year, and it's nothing's happening in the company, open that up to, I am open to making 50,000 more this year from unexpected sources or from any and all sources. Like widen that shit up because your manifestations are not dependent on somebody else. The other part of this, if you have a goal within a company and nothing's moving or some example similar to that, another example or another sorry. um, Uh, assignment here or invite here is to actually expand your mind because you're the one saying the company's not moving, nobody's quitting. So there's no way I can get the promotion or they already came back and said, we're not doing any, there's no more in the budget. Therefore it can't happen. So that's another area to open up your mind and to embody the energy of, okay, right now it looks like there's no room for advancement in the company right now. It looks like there isn't a budget for me, but I'm going to hold faith. I'm going to hold trust. I'm going to say it could come from the job or anywhere else. And that could be the time that somebody quits unexpectedly, that corporate has a meeting and all of a sudden a new position is created. You don't fucking know. So again, it's you blocking you, not the universe or anyone else blocking you. So in that position, when it feels like it's dependent on somebody else, you are waiting on somebody else to make more money, open it up. If you're a stay-at-home parent and your spouse brings in the money, open up to unexpected, delightful ways that you could make more money or that it could come into your life. You guys could both win something or he could get a bonus at work or you could think of a creative project that you could do, you know, print on demand or you could create and sell your art or you could sell stories or write for a blog. Like there's many ways that you could actually be opened up to some beautiful way to make more income, or it could just come into your house through something you win, or maybe parents give an unexpected, you know, lump of to, to you guys, to the kids to distribute, you know, whatever, who knows how it could come. So ultimately nobody can block your manifestations. If you feel like someone's blocking it, open up your mind. Say, even though it feels like this is happening, I still believe, I still believe in infinite possibilities. I still believe that it can and will come into my life. And it's going to be so fun to see how it comes in. That's how I do this. I go, 
I want to manifest this. Right now, I can't see how it's possible, but it's going to be so fun to see how this actually rolls into my life. This is such a fun way to make manifestation. Like, show me, show me spirit guides, show me universe, show me God, show me. I would love to see, and I'm waiting and I'm ready. So show me the sign, show me the next step. I'm open and willing to receive that. That energy is so much more open than I can't manifest because this person says this or because this person you know, has these circumstances or life isn't aligning for me. You have to break out of that. Sometimes, most of the time, when we say, like the, the fact that we go, I can't manifest this because, that is the biggest block. It's not the because, it's the thinking that we can't. Do you know what I mean by that? We create these rules in life. So when you think you can't, just like someone says, I can't lose weight, I'm over 40. I can't heal my thyroid condition because um, my doctor said I couldn't, or I can't heal, I can't heal this, this chronic pain because they said I can't, or I can't get married because I'm over 50 and no one's going to want to marry me or whatever. We have so many things that we say, I can't do this because of this. And that's what it's asking you to shatter. When you feel like your manifestations are bound by somebody else. It's asking you to shatter that. It's asking you to say, even though my husband, wife, partner is going through a lot and they're really heavy, I am going to work on cultivating my high vibration and my focus because I can actually help them more from that state and still continue manifesting even when they are going through hard times or the house feels heavy. I still believe in miracles. I'm still looking for the signs. I still believe in unexpected blessings and I can still write my book, lose the weight, become connected deeper to spirit, you know, pour back into myself, give myself self-care, get the job, make more money. I can still do that even when the person around me doesn't believe in it, doesn't believe in me, doesn't believe in this, or is just going through a dark, negative, weird time. I can still manifest. So nobody can actually cock block your manifestations. Nobody has the power to override your mojo unless you let them. And the thing I want to sort of go forward in and wrap this episode up with is the beginning story about the couch. So there are times when you are co-creating someone, something with someone and the energy, because it's a split energy, I'm just actually receiving as I'm speaking, because spirit's just showing me how exactly this works. When it's a split energy, they can sabotage their half of the deal. So they're giving me the example, if you were to go and buy a house and it was you and your partner on the mortgage and you both had to get pre-approved and you both had to sign, this is just kind of an example like this, your partner could sabotage that deal with their negativity, their non-belief, their constant reinforcing of like, we can't do this, we can't afford this. They could. But if you started noticing that their vibration was going south and they weren't coming out of that, you could pivot your goal to still allow a house to come into your experience for the better and highest good of all. 
what that could mean is something could open up where all of a sudden you realize you actually have enough credit to do it on your own, or he doesn't need to, or she doesn't need to actually be on the title of the house because you could do that part on your own and you wouldn't need them for that. And then you guys could just like split the finances, whatever, right? That's just financial stuff. Or maybe somebody in your family could co-sign. Maybe a parent could co-sign. Maybe you, you know, kind of release the fact that it's going to be 50, 50 and start looking elsewhere in your own high vibration of like, what can I do then? Maybe I could see what I could do for the family, for us, not saying you're going to buy your own house away from them. I'm just saying, what could I do then? And maybe you find out interest rates are dropping, or there's a special incentive for first time homeowners. You go to the bank and they say, actually, you could, you, you could approve on your own and then you'd use your guys's joint income to see what the mortgage could be, but you could do this without his signature or whatever. And again, that sounds like a weird thing. It sounds like you're like buying a sneaky house, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you can take matters into your own hands. Even if you're co-creating, I could have manifested a couch, but I like to make sure the energy is clean. I could have though gone, even though he doesn't believe in my couch, (laughs) even though he does not support me in my dreams. And I'm this, this, um, you know, horribly inconvenienced partner. Um, just kidding. It's not a big deal, but I could say, even though he doesn't believe in the couch, I am going to call in the perfect couch and he will see. And I'm not saying this in spite. Sometimes we're not, we don't want to say like, I'm going to lose weight and he'll see, you know, it's more like I'm going to bring in the perfect couch. It's going to surprise him. It's going to shock him. It's going to be like, okay, the, the, the couch is here. I can feel that energy. I'm going on a hunt, you know, let's go find it. Let's go Craigslist. And I could have found it on my own. The route that I chose to do was to say to him, like, where's the resistance? Cause I'm intuitive and I could feel it. And I wanted to co-create the couch with him. So I did clear the airways so that we could do it together. But really when it comes down to it, once I realized he had resistance, I could have pivoted and kind of taken it on myself. So when you are co-creating, If somebody is not in the same frame as you, number one, it's an invitation to take it on yourself or, and I'm not saying every deal, like cut them out of the, this deal. Like I'm not giving you advice on your life with your finances or your whatever, that's up to you, but you could take it on yourself or it's a sign to actually ask, do you want to co-create this with this person? So if it's like your partner and you know, they're your, they're your penguin and you want to buy a house and you decide to like get pre-approved yourself, that's great. But I just was flashed the example of, I had a client once that was going in on a business with somebody. And as they got closer to like finding the place and buying the place and actually starting the business, they noticed that that business partner was very negative and the vibration was very off. And they actually asked me, like, could this person sabotage our business that we're trying to create? And in that case, there was actually a side nudge for this woman to actually ask herself, do I want to go into business with this person? Is this right? And actually a few things fell through once she acknowledged that I actually don't think this is the right person to go into business with a couple things fell through and the other woman backed out. And it was just this miraculous. She's like, Oh, thank goodness. Because that's actually what it was showing me. So again, we need to get used to discerning what life is telling us using our intuition, connecting with our spirit team, asking for guidance, being the observer of our life to be like, what is this showing me? Cause everything is multifaceted, but ultimately you cannot be blocked 
your, your manifestations cannot be blocked by somebody else's energy, by their vibe. It just, depending on the circumstance, it requires more protection of you. And ultimately whenever someone feels like they're cock blocking, even if it's just your day, like you've had a fantastic day and someone calls you and they're really negative or they just go on and on and on, or they're triggering. There is always, and I want you to hear this. There is always an invite for you to cultivate and hold your own energy. There is always an invite for you to find your inner Tahiti, to hold on to it and to believe for a better of to believe in a better future for yourself, an outcome that is desired for you to hold true. Even when this is going on, my roots are planted. My branches may sway. There might be a lot of chaos going on, but my roots are planted. I know that I'm manifesting this money, this business, this healing, this this success in my life. I know it. I can feel it. This is a me thing. This isn't a them thing. This is a me thing. My goals come from me. And that is what I am being asked to preserve and hold on to. And if you notice that someone's negativity has gotten into you, then going into clearing. So there's an exercise. It's like or sorry, an episode, I think it's around like 138 or 148 or something like that about clearing for the empath energy clearing. And I talk about this in a few different episodes. Also the empath episodes, I always touch on, you know, energy management, because that's another thing too. If you do get sucked in immediately, as soon as you can, as soon as it's available to you, take yourself into nature, take yourself out to the beach, use some sage, dance around in your living room, take some deep breaths, take a shower, wash your face, switch it up, release it and go, even though that got stuck in me for a moment, I'm clearing, I'm clearing, I'm clearing and getting back to my zone because my destiny is determined by me, not determined by my parents, my partner, my friends, not determined by people that don't see the world the same way as me, by people that are going through things by people that are, that are projecting that has nothing to do with what I am manifesting. Nobody can cock block my manifestations. (laughs) And that is your mantra for this week, for this episode, repeat after me, hand on heart. Nobody can cock block my manifestations. Nobody can cock block my manifestations. And so it is. (laughs) I hope that you enjoyed this episode. It's been a pleasure as always. If you love this, I'm going to ask you, I haven't asked this in a while. Pretty please, would you write a review on Apple Podcasts for this show? It makes a giant difference. I appreciate it. It gives me warm fuzzies. It allows the show to reach more people. It's really important right now for all of us to be flickering on our lights, our divine creator abilities, and your reviews go so far in the algorithm world. Also, If you leave a review, take a screenshot before you hit submit, come over to Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation, send me a DM with the screenshot and I want to send you a gift. So I've got a bunch of gifts ready to hand out to all you beautiful souls. There's two ways to get a free gift, um, to leave the review on Apple podcasts and also to take a screenshot that you're listening to the show, come over to Instagram, um, post the screenshot, tag me at Talia Joy Manifestation so that I can see you're listening. I'd love to hear a takeaway or 
an aha moment or your thoughts. If you do tag me on Instagram or send me a screenshot of the review, I will send you a free gift. I've got some beautiful things right now. I've got meditations, workbooks, even a training, some beautiful gifts to give away. And just as a thank you for supporting the show, for doing what you can. This is a beautiful way to support others. Things like reviews, whether it's on books or podcasts or whatever, it goes so far for the artist. So I try to do that all the time. I try to leave as many reviews as I can to just give back because it really does help. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode, for tuning into the show. In the show notes below, there are all of the links of everything that I've talked about, as well as things like Manifest This Shit, my manifestation coloring and activity book, as well as my manifestation apparel store, all the places to find me. And there are some free gifts down there for you as well. I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Namaste, friend. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. It truly means a lot and I really, really hope that it served you. I invite you to check out the show notes. There's all sorts of action down there, including the Awakening Her Daily Practice, which is a beautiful daily practice to process your emotions and manifest what it is that you want. In the show notes, you'll also find the Awakening Her Manifesting Apparel Store, how to reach me on Instagram and Facebook, as well as some one-to-one opportunities. So make sure to check that out and I'll see you in the next episode.